When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture, and when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space, just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Going to start the offseason here today with a really interesting topic with a good friend of ours, Ken Winkler. Ken, how are you doing? Doing well, Ken. I'm slowly, slowly recovering from the abrupt end of the season a couple weeks ago. It hurts. It still it hurts. Does. There's no doubt about it. I mean, just certain things. You have to go through those five stages. Everybody goes through <laughs> yes. their own time. And I wish they were playing this Sunday, too. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. All right. So we're going to talk about a, a specific topic, which, by the way, for anybody out there, if you want to do a film study short, hit us with a specific topic like this that's as 
succinct and as focused as what Ken has, which is what are the Ravens' alternatives at center for this coming season? So let's talk through and introduce the topic, Ken, for us, and, and uh, however you'd like to discuss it. Yeah, I think that center has been a, a big uh, topic um, at the end of the season, largely because of the last game of the season and, you know, that, that memory that is burned into all of our heads of snaps being fired through legs and over Lamar's head and the concussion and all kinds of, you know, nightmare scenarios. So um, I think something a lot of people are maybe overreacting a bit to it, but um, I mean, always interested to hear your thoughts on kind of where we stand and how big of a need that might be, you know, going forward uh, compared to other needs the team has at the moment. I, I think the the snap inaccuracy is a very serious problem, mm-hmm. but I also think that is probably the most correctable problem you can have as a center. It's it's if if is anything you could take care of without the need for other linemen in the area, without the need maybe even for a coach, although I'm certain in some cases a coach, hypnosis, you know, psychology, just just some good snapping mechanics. You know, if they can analyze somebody's golf swing and find out what is wrong, it's got to be a lot easier to snap a football, doesn't it? Well, you know, I would hope so. But then, you know, there are always those guys who, you know, you think of baseball pitchers who couldn't find the strike zone with a map, you know, and it's not for lack of practicing and it's not for lack of coaching. Um, You know, McCary, who who, I'm less worried about him, even though he was the one at fault in, in the big playoff game, because that's the only time I've seen that out of him. Mm-hmm. Skura, I know, has had repeated problems over several games and several seasons. That that concerns me when somebody is because you you can't just keep rolling them out there and hoping it gets better. Okay, so let's let's get right to the possibilities here because I think there are at least seven. There's five guys on the roster currently who've been mentioned as potential center candidates. Then there's a free agent, and then there's a draft. And we'll leave free agency in the draft because that's too broad to really consider, I think, in terms of this. Let's just talk about the guys on the roster and which of those might have the best chance to come back and, and have a decent 2021. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I think, you know, they're all maybe limited in, in some ways, but um, they, they mostly have upside. I mean, I'll start with, with Skura. Uh, I think we've seen what he is. And I think the uh, the inaccuracy is snapping is part of the problem. He's also he's not horrible. He's not great. And I really like him as a versatile. You know, I thought he did a good job coming in, essentially replacing when they replaced Nick Boyle in the aggregate. He was that sixth offensive lineman. He gives you some versatility to pop in at guard. I, I don't have a problem with him being on the roster, but I'm not sure that. He, uh, I'll put it this way: If he is the starting center next year, that that to me means everybody else failed. Okay, that's oh, that's an interesting way to put it. The one, the only downside I really see to Metzger, well, there's two. One is he's got to get the snaps figured out. Obviously, if he can't do that, he can't play center again for the Baltimore Ravens. Number two is that he's now a veteran, and even if he signs cheap with the Ravens, which I think is fairly likely, actually, that he'll be back on a cheap one-year deal with the Ravens. Um, even if he does that, the Ravens don't own his future the way they own some of these younger guys. And McCary, you know, still has two more years with the team. And and Bredesen still has three, for example. So I, I think there are reasons why not. But Skura as a blocker this year actually was pretty good as I scored it. Most of his problems were with snap accuracy um, and not with 
blocking per se. And by the way, big difference between me and PFF. I love guys who can contain that back end of that initial double team block, that initial combination where the other player is moving up to level two. And we throw laurels and roses at the lineman who moves to level two and completes the back end of that or the second part of that combination. But the truth of the matter is making sure you, you maintain that block on the backside of that of that double team is really important. And, and it's, Matt's good at that. He's also good at some of the complicated angles of blocking that occur when the Ravens pull two from left to right, as you often do, that creates a often a a fairly substantial reach block and a, and a fairly substantial angle to his block to the outside. That's more complicated for a, a center to execute. Yeah, you know, and I, and I think again, people. T- of course, you overreact when when you have that big image of that colossal failure at the end of the season, but. Um, you know, we have to put in perspective. I mean, we, we did watch Gino Gregkowski play here. Um, you know, we know what bad center play looks like. I, I don't even think that any of the guys that we're talking about today is really, I mean, as bad as Matt Flynn, God love him. But, you know, I, I, he was getting thrown onto Kyle Bowler's feet almost constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, I, I think all of our guys fit the scheme well. Um, and... Yeah, I would like to hope we can find a quality starter out of there. Not to say, hey, if the right guy is there and we pick a center at 27 or whatever we're picking this year, um, sure, okay. Uh, there's only three positions I'd be unhappy with us taking. If that's the best guy, great. But, you know, I think we can get a good center out of what we've got. Okay, so let's move on to the next player. Who 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 would you think is the best chance to be a good center from among the current players? Well, it's a hard question because um, Bredesen I haven't seen at all, and, and Colon Castillo I've seen very little. Um, and they're both you know, rookies, and so all their upside is in front of them. So who knows? There's always a big jump from year one to year two. And as we've seen it with previous linemen like uh, Ryan Jensen, who will be snapping the ball on Sunday, um, you know, he he certainly came along after several years, so you you can't throw those guys away. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing them compete, and I'd love to see one of them jump in. Um, I know Bozeman gets a, a lot of people because he was a center in college, and because he's got a little more size, maybe um, long arms. I know this big uh, no, long he's arms. short. He's very he's short a short arm. arm. Yeah, um, I think that. Uh, a lot of people would love to see him tried at center, but he's so solid at where he is. And mm-hmm. and I and we've seen this team; they, they're not going to mess with something that's working if they don't have to. That's that you you could not be more right about that. And Bozeman so much drives that right-handed power run game. He pulls more probably than anybody in the league. Uh, he certainly pulls more than any Raven ever has, and that includes Marshall Yanda and Ben Grubbs. I mean. He's uh, if they if they change that, I'd be I'd really be shocked. Yeah, that would be surprising indeed. I mean, that would that would pretty much mean everybody has really failed. Everybody else. Uh, I think the only reason you would ever do it is if you drafted Quentin Nelson, and you said, okay, this is this guy's our left guard. Yeah, he's a pulling machine. He can do whatever we want in that position. And, oh, by the way, we can move Bozeman to center, and, and it will probably work out because Bozeman's a good, been a good lineman otherwise, and we still pull our center a fair amount. 
Yeah, I mean, you could certainly see if there's a... Yeah, they have said repeatedly that what they want to do is get their best five guys on the field and then figure out where they fit. So, yeah, there's a scenario where Tyree Phillips suddenly morphs into a, you know, amazing guard and, and you know, we have another guard come into the picture that, and you want to put... Uh, you want to put him on the field? Sure, Bozeman's then he's an option for center, but that's a long shot at best. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough, and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you have a family relying on your income, you need life insurance. But finding the best quote shouldn't take a lifetime. That's where Policy Genius comes in. In minutes, Policy Genius could save you 50% or more simply by comparing quotes from America's top insurers. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team handles all the paperwork and red tape. To save on life insurance and get protection for you and your family, head to policygenius.com today. So TCC, not a, not a bunch of really big snap problems. He only had two games. He was okay, had a penalty in each game that, that you know, will mark him down a little bit in my system. But a, a guy that, that I think there's a more over-elation about than I'm really comfortable with at this point. But I do expect... You know, a rookie center, if he's playing at a C or C minus level in my system, is doing very well. And that's a guy you can project forward for several years of improvement. Yeah, and there's a there was a, well with the snapping issues and things like that, especially when TCC came in. And you know, so I think that was right after the game where Skura had the cut on his hand and and was mm-hmm. throwing the ball all over the place. And so I think he got a huge bump in. Uh, the court of public opinion just Relativity. because exactly yeah. he was he was following it. it's like all right let's go with this guy it's like the backup quarterback always being the most popular guy in town you know there you go okay so we, we hadn't talked much about bredesen in this group obviously uh drafted originally in theory to play guard because he was a left guard i thought he played pretty well as a sixth offensive lineman uh, one thing that Bredesen has really uh, sh- short on is arms, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, he could be another guy who, where uh, playing at center is going to minimize that weakness and would really would really help. Uh, what are your thoughts on on him? It seems like the guard competition on the Ravens is just more stiff than the center competition at this point. Yeah, I mean, he he obviously was highly thought of. Um, you know, you hear the, the talk about him after the draft, and uh, you know, quite the savant, and you know, a lot of that um, those intangibles. He seems to tick a lot of those boxes. Um, question is, can he play? I mean, and uh, and and I think a lot of the way the Ravens have managed to find these mid late round offensive linemen and then develop them over the years, it's usually a factor of, well, they got to be able to do multiple things. Um, you know, being able to play center and, and guard is huge. And then McCary even getting a, little, a few little time out at right tackle. I mean, not a long-term solution, but man, when you've got a guy who can pop out there in an emergency situation, it's a bonus. that's a bonus. Exactly. And those are the kind of things that will keep you on the roster and give you the opportunity to develop into the Ryan Jensen and 
you know, Rick Wagner kind of guy and go get paid. Okay, uh, so hopefully I, by Baltimore. But. We're, right, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, uh, the hardest thing of all. We're gonna make you rank those guys one to five in terms of who's most likely to be the Ravens' center, leaving free agent and uh, any kind of a draft prospect out of there. Who's your number one likelihood of the five currently on the roster to be the center uh, for the, we'll say the majority of 2021? I think McCarry. I, I think he's gonna come come back and he's the known quantity. Um, you know, McCarry Skura, I, I see them going with a more experienced player next year. Um, if TCC or Bredesen can absolutely blow people away in camp, I'm sure they'll have a chance to do that. But I don't know that that's necessarily what's expected. I, I'm in agreement with you. And, and if you look at this, um, what the Ravens did this year, they installed Tyree Phillips as a freshman player, a first-year player, uh, in at right guard, rather than give that job to D.J. Fluker. You know, when Fluker was a very physical player, Tyree Phillips, you know, not an ideal physical specimen as a rookie. That's something he can really work on. And yeah. that, by the way, folks, that's a good thing when you have yes. something to work on between year one and year two. If he had nothing to work on, he's he's 100% of the yeah, player he can be. Right. That's a lot scarier. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so anyway, we, we, we hope for that. But I'm in agreement with you. I think McCarry, based on the combination of they have two years of him, if he gets him, is probably a slight favorite over Skura. I'm not even sure Skura is number two on the list. I think probably number two is TCC at this point. And, and I'm basing that more on the fact that he's got three years left as a Raven uh, under the uh, ERFA and RFA rules. Right, and uh, they they went to him. They didn't go to to Bredesen when they need when they had that big need at center. So um, you know that that tells you at least where he lit, is on their depth chart right now. Um, how much that changes, you know. Hopefully, we will actually have a full training camp and OTAs and a lot of time to get all that sorted out. But uh, I wanted to ask you, Ken, do, do you think that it is a that this team is a harder team to play center for um, from the from the snapping perspective as much as anything for for two reasons. One, all of the pre-snap motion and the precise timing of yes. that. And two, I would think, and I, I've never snapped it this way, but I would think pistol is the worst because shotgun, you've got more margin for error. You got a little distance, you know, to to get it back there. The quarterback can adjust more, longer throw, mm-hmm. but it's almost like you know that that quick snap throw from, you know, when the pitcher's halfway to first base and the underhand, you you know what I mean? It's it gets on Lamar really quickly. Do you think that causes some of the problems? Yeah, I I, I think you've you've hit on a very key point there with the pre-snap motion in particular. So let me start there. Because at the pre-stat motion, you always have a player crossing. And it's pretty clear from the way that Ricard and Boyle react to it that they know which side of that snap they have to be on when it occurs. And yet it sometimes still doesn't come out properly. They've hit Andrews once on, on that I can recall on the snap. But it's, it's, a, it's a constant kind of a fear. It also is something that kind of gives away a little bit of the play. Now, the other, the second biggest thing I would have picked, and, and shotgun is a big deal too, and I'm, I'm not sure if it's the second most or maybe maybe it is. I mean, the fact the Ravens run, what, 97% of their plays out of the shotgun? I mean, they run a couple of plays a game where, where Lamar's under center. It's not, not all. Right. And, and uh, if, if I 
if I were to look at the other thing, it's that they pull constantly. And if I go back to the to the Mike Flynn era, as you were mentioning, there's a lot of tripping occurring that is blowing up plays. A lot of a lot of stepping on Bowler's foot. A lot of uh, you know him and Vincent, frankly, doing it on the same play once to right. I think that was. But but anyway, a lot of a lot of that activity where the footwork is not careful, like what we've seen from Skura, and for all the bad things about Skura, yeah. that's one thing he did really well. Yeah, I, I'm always amazed. You know, when I watch the offensive, he's so precise in the timing. Uh, I'm amazed that this snap doesn't hit somebody more often, mm-hmm. and then just you know what what triggers that, and you you can not only have to be aware of that, but you know you're making line calls, and you've got to be aware of where you, where your responsibilities are as you've got linebackers moving around in front of you. And it just seems like a nightmare to play in center for this team, as opposed to, you know, something like, uh, you know, what, what Ryan Jensen's going to get to do snapping to Tom Brady a little bit on Sunday. You know, it seems a, a bit easier from the, the non blocking part of it. Yeah. It's more of a set piece uh, offense. He's he's often just blocking in his spot for the play, not not on the move. The center pulls a lot in the Ravens system. I mean, we've seen probably an average of four center pulls per game for this year. Uh, so it's that's not a minor duty of the position at all. All right. Well, Ken, we really appreciate this topic. It's it's perfect. It's focused. It's right of the money. We get to talk all the way through it, and we're under twenty minutes. Where can folks find your work online? Um, well, I'm mostly just on a Russell Street Report. You'll find me as hot in here, uh, there. And then on Twitter, uh, I post as Nundrum, N-U-N-D-R-U-N. Um, and uh, always love to talk football on either forum. And uh, I appreciate your work, Ken. I mean, being able to talk a little offensive line with you is, uh, is kind of a highlight of my week here. So I, I certainly appreciate what you do. Any time, my friend, any time at all. So uh, topics like this are great. Hit me up again in the offseason when you have your next great idea. Really you got appreciate it. you being Okay, on. thanks. We'll talk to you next time on Film Study. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture, and when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space, just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in-store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.